Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's show, feedback and the shot across the bow. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and welcome back to Manager Tools. In today's show, we share what effective managers do when a direct disagrees with the feedback you give them. Before I go on and explain this show in a little bit more detail, I did want to make mention that we've rolled out uh, our announcement of our European Manager Tools Conference. The conference is taking place on the 29th and 30th of January 2008 in Amsterdam. So if you're interested in joining us in Europe, and you want more details, they're available on the website, www.manager-tools.com. We'll do another one of our special shows to talk about the Amsterdam conference um, here shortly. But in the meantime, you can check it out on the web. So with that, here we go on with the rest of our normal show. Now, as much as many of the managers in our community love how much more effective our tools, particularly the Trinity, make them, It does seem that every once in a while, something goes awry in the perfect manager land. A meeting still gets hijacked, even with the parking lot. A struggling direct still fails, even with late-stage coaching. So, what do you do when a direct disagrees with your feedback? Hmm. Well, we think that many newer managers, and particularly those managers who are rookies with the feedback model, are stunned into a kind of affronted muteness. How dare she argue? I am the manager. This is feedback. It's supposed to work. Mike and Mark said so. But it does happen for a couple of reasons, and it's really not a big deal. And we have the answer in today's show, The Shot Across the Bow. Here we go. We do get this question more from newer managers, but, you know, of course, it happens to everybody. Oh, it, it happens to everybody, including dear old me. Ooh, I think there are some listeners who'll be stunned to hear that it happens to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, I I am a manager in the most perfect sense of the world where life is perfect. Um, no, I, I hope I'm a pretty good manager, but we all kind of have our days, I guess. Yeah, and in this case, directs have their days too, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and before you ask, this has happened to me as well. So no, no, wait, not not you, <laughs> not Mike Ozan of Manager Tools, not Executive Par Excellence Mike Ozan, not the not the Mike Ozan of Don't Make Me Come Down There and Do Your Job for You, <laughs> and our OSIS trouble ticket goal is zero, ladies and gentlemen. Not not that guy. That, by the way, that last line, I love that, is my vote for the modern managerial equivalent of Peter the Great saying, I will drag you kicking and screaming into the modern world. Yeah, um, yeah. Have your fun there, uh, marketing boy. I am still the <laughs> editor-in-chief here. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Please, please edit me appropriately in, in a professional way and don't take out your frustrations in the <laughs> editing booth. And, and cut it up so all of a sudden there's tape of me saying, I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, I, I don't have to edit that. I now have that. <laughs> yeah, that was my point exactly. Um, hey, look, I, I got to share something here since we're, we're, um, we're talking. You know, it, it is funny that people seem a little bit surprised that some of the tools have additional work associated with them around the fact that 
Sometimes people respond negatively or differently, or, or each tool is not a complete and utter total slam dunk that makes life perfect. Um, there are a series of commercials out there that are popular. I, I haven't listened to TV, watched TV in a while. They may not be there anymore. I, I definitely like them, uh, in America at least, for the company Walgreens, which is a well-managed chain of pharmacy and variety stores. Basically, the theme of the show is that in a perfect world, not the show, the commercial, sorry, in a perfect world, everything seems to work out all the time. All your errands get done on time, spots magically come out of our favorite clothes, you always have just what you need in your refrigerator to host the perfect dinner party that everybody will love, and the punchline of the shows is something like, unfortunately, we don't live in perfect, and that's why there's a Walgreens. So maybe... This show is not the shot across the bow show. It's the Walgreens show. <laughs> um, or then again, maybe we're just the Walgreens of management. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or maybe Walgreens is the manager tools of the pharmacy world. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I like <laughs> Anyway, I, I do think folks will remember this as the shot across the bow show. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. You know, the, the way our clients respond to this, you know, we, we've described this with our clients before like this and the way they respond to it i I think our listeners are going to find it memorable you're right there is that look yeah Yeah. so look at even wow these guys are really good how do they come up with this stuff (laughs) (laughs) well even great managers have stuff not work out you know all the time right right Uh, we wouldn't really be doing our job for our community if we didn't address what we found to be the real life of managers you know the stumbles the hassles the mistakes and you know the hilarious gaffes we hear or commit Yes, exactly. Good. I'm glad we admit to committee Um and, and and this really does happen. The idea of a direct getting defensive. Sometimes directs really do disagree. Misguided, though, it probably is in right. many cases. Um, although we'll talk about some situations where it's not misguided. Look, if you, if you cram what you call the feedback model down somebody's throat, they're probably going to get defensive. That's what happens when you cram anything down somebody's throat. They choke. Um, um uh, and I can also add an editorial note of my own, um, and, and and it's important here, just sort of a side note, that uh, this cast is about directs disagreeing with negative, or what we also call adjusting feedback. I want to do this for two reasons. First, many of our audience naturally and immediately assume that when we say feedback, it's only negative. And, and that's not true. Right. And usually folks, directs don't disagree with positive or affirming feedback. Yeah, probably because too many of us do it so rarely that they, they, they can't speak. They're so stunned, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, why would I disagree with that? I, I, I can't even open my My mouth is open, so I can't close it to actually make words because my boss just said something nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I want to lay out the key points for everyone. But before I do, we really encourage everyone who is not familiar with the feedback model to go back and, and review the model and its use in their head before tackling this more advanced topic, because this is advanced. Yeah, and let me just say something. If you can't, if you don't immediately know what we mean by um, impact, or here's what happens, or step two, or behavior versus inference, if those don't immediately resonate with you, not that you could understand what you think they might mean, if they don't resonate with you, this cast may not be for you. We're essentially building on a fundamental understanding of the model, the application of the feedback model, which if you don't know the model, you can't have applied it, and what happens when sometimes some directs 
behave in ways that managers wouldn't have expected. So if you don't understand the model, listen to this cast is a large waste of time for many of you. Yes, yeah, absolutely yeah. agreed. Okay, so here are the key points we're going to cover today. First, we have a couple introductory concepts. A, introductory concept A is the two primary reasons folks disagree. We already right. talked about it a little bit. One is defensiveness, and the second one is you didn't talk about their behavior. And we're going to talk yeah, a little bit about that, more is. about that. Yeah. Yep. And B, in terms of introductory concepts, is we're, we're going to review the purpose of feedback, because that's really, really important, particularly when people get defensive. If, if we just did that, you could almost lead half of the audience right now to the answer we're going to give them, if you, as long as you didn't call it the shot across the bow answer. But right. they'll never forget it with that. Right, exactly. And then we're going to talk about, as we usually do, the what to do, You know, the, right. the, the actual shot across the bow. And, right. and they're simple. We have four simple steps. Now, since I'm relaying what these four steps are, I have four and not seven and a half or seven and three quarters. Ah, yes, very nicely done. Yeah, nicely so done. Yes, you all can thank, thank you for that. that. Yes, good. Uh, a, don't argue. B, smile. What a surprise that we would ever say that. Yeah. C, diffuse the disagreement. And C, just simply step away. Shall I go ahead and start with the introductory concepts now? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So we've got two introductory comments, or I'm sorry, we've got two introductory concepts. And the first is about why your directs are most likely to disagree with you. Yeah, we're not saying that these are the only reasons. There, I mean, there are surely as many reasons to disagree as there are directs, managers, permuta- you know, permutations that are yeah, right? right? Exactly, yeah. But these yeah. are two big ones. Yeah, and, and then sometimes some managers say, well, if you knew Bob, you would know <laughs> there are a million reasons to disagree. Right. Um, the first primary reason is that uh, they're defensive. Okay? When, when people push back... When they disagree, when they challenge you, it's because they feel defensive, okay? The feedback model in and of itself is not confrontational. Uh, For the first time you ask somebody, may I give you some feedback, that has nothing, and they have that look of sheer and utter panic on their face, and the first thing they say is, am I in trouble? That is not defensiveness against the feedback model. That is defensiveness against you. Yeah, exactly. They don't even know what you're going to say, and they don't like it. For all they know, you're going to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, well, they know what you're going to say, and they know it's going to be negative. Or bad. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Actually, they, maybe they don't know exactly what they're going to say, what you're going to say, but they know it's going to be negative. Right. Exactly, yeah. So look, as we like to say over and over and over again, it's just feedback. It's not personal. When we give feedback to a direct, we're not talking about the person themselves. We're not attacking their soul or their spirit or their body. We're not attacking the direct. If you're my direct, really, the model just gives me a way to make you aware of something and ask you to make an adjustment of your own choosing, mostly, based on your understanding of the impact that your earlier behavior had. But that doesn't mean our directs won't be defensive when we talk to them about something. I mean, we have, you know, as you have often said, we all have that sign on our foreheads. Yeah, the model helps you. Once you go over horseman, the horseman curve, the model helps you. It gives you a process to make it so that they won't be as defensive. But you're right. The, the sign on the forehead never goes away. 
And quite frankly, that's the real reason for a great deal of the defensiveness, that gleaming neon billboard of death, <laughs> as a friend of mine would say. For those of you who hadn't heard, haven't heard us say this before, here it is. If you're a manager, you have a sign on your forehead. It glows bright red all the time, flashing its warning to all of your directs, and yet, curiously, only to your directs. It's a part of who you are in the organization, and there is, I assure you, nothing you can do about it. It flashes its message all the time, every day, to all of your directs, and it says unambiguously in their language, watch out, I'm your boss, I could fire you. Right. We do have some nice managers, you know, who are listeners of ours. Yes, we do. They're lovely and sweet managers, hearts of gold, and they wouldn't hurt a flea. What's your point? Well, maybe, you know, if they worked at it, maybe, you know, they could lay their sign burdens down, so to speak. No. Yeah, but they're nice. No. Excuse me, I got I to gotta sneeze. Uh, <laughs> Dark Mark. No, no. This is not Dark Mark. This is reality-based, Mark. Earth to Mike. <laughs> there is nothing any manager can ever do about the presence of the sign. It's like some human being saying, I really don't care for the sound of my own heartbeat. I'm going to make it stop. Your heartbeat, the fact that it makes noise, really sorry about that, but you're stuck with it. The sign isn't something. It doesn't say something about the manager as a person, and it really doesn't even say anything about their behavior. All the sign says is there's a difference in my and my direct roles and the power that the organization implicitly grants me in my role has creates a dangerous situation for you as my direct. Effective managers simply acknowledge that the sign exists, and then we make subtle changes to our approach, basically to dim its dangerous and deadly glow. Yeah, I mean, frankly, the only time the sign is really a problem is when managers forget they have it. Yes. And, and, and wonder why they're getting these nonsensical responses from their directs. Now, those weird behaviors are completely logical to those directs. You just don't understand them because you've forgotten about the power of the sign that's sitting up there on your head. Exactly. And, and there are managers, per, per your point about, well, you know, their managers say, well, I'm really a nice person. I don't care. Right? It, it doesn't matter. It's there all the time. And their managers say, I'm going to be the one. Their, their managers listen to us right now saying, he just hasn't met me yet. He doesn't know. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing. It's your role. It's not you. It's your role. Um, so, look. Um, you're absolutely right. And this is why when we're coaching managers on the feedback model, we encourage them, once they get the basic steps down, to work on shortening the delivery of it. 10 seconds is not a bad target for most managers. Yeah. You simply can't get down to 10 seconds, that kind of delivery, and be delivering either a scathing re rebuke to somebody or do it in 10 seconds and be perceived as threatening for I, most beginning managers who are just starting with the model. I always love sharing that point with everyone. Short, brief, no big deal. It's like one potato chip in a bag. Really, I mean, can you ever remember any one of them? Any, yeah, any, yeah. Can you ever really remember any one of a, of a potato yeah. chip in a bag? Yeah. On right. the other, yeah. And on the other hand, can you have a whole bag without a bunch of indi individual chips? No. No. Any one single chip is no big deal. And so when we deliver, 
we can deliver it that way. I think we actually have a cast on the speed round. If I, I don't know, what, I don't know what we called it, but the speed round feedback model, right? I mean, isn't that? I mean, yeah, just yeah, to try yeah. to help people understand that you don't have to deliver three paragraphs. You can deliver one sentence in ten seconds, and you're done. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I got carried away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and of course, as you might imagine, I find that listening to other people's tangents when they get all excited, it makes me a better person all the way around. I love tangents when other people do them. Look, okay. <laughs> We're making the point here that re- that our directs get defensive. Folks, it's normal. I'm not saying to anno- ignore it. No, don't do that. But there's a lesson here. We want to be clear that defensiveness toward our boss is just part of the oxygen of managerial life. And that's one of the reasons that repeated professional application of the feedback model can help. It will gradually lower while not eliminating some of the fear that the sign engenders. Yeah. Yeah. And as boss, don't, and don't you get so defensive that when your folks get defensive, you take it personally and have to get oh, your, God, your ego yeah. involved in there. Yep. Yeah. It, you know, it is also possible that some of that defensiveness is engendered by the delivery of the model by some folks. Oh, this is, this is absolutely right. And I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten. It's, it's got to be a thousand already. Uh, that that go are along the lines of Mark. I used the feedback model, and this guy got in my face. And I said, "Okay, uh, you know, people just don't have embolisms and get in your face." What did you say? He, I said, "Hey, look, if you're going to do it that way anymore, there's going to be problems. That's the feedback model, right?" You're like, "Ah, no, it's not." And anyone who thinks that is really not smart enough to be a manager. Um, it really takes a good deal sometime for me to not be pretty direct about how can you possibly think that? Wait, did you just skim something and then think you could just, you know, it's amazing. Oh, I don't, I don't have to learn how to cook to be a chef. I'll just follow some recipes, right? Um, I always worry about sharing about the sign, about the flashing sign of death, because the forceful, dominant and at times overly aggressive and disrespectful managers of the world will use it as a shield. They'll say to the boss who maybe has heard complaints about them um, or about their behavior, hey, but these guys horsemen and Ozan, the manager tools, they say that's normal. It's a big red sign. We all have it. Hey, boss, even you have it. And frankly, I could agree. Uh, And there's nothing we can do about it. But really, if you're getting some defensiveness, it might be because you're investing too much weight in any one instance of feedback. You're essentially ignoring that bag of potato chips rule. Um, and you're causing it, not just their response to you, but your delivery in terms of demeanor and, and forcefulness or the effectiveness or the, the accuracy with which you follow the model. Yeah, th- that and or you're delivering it in such a way that makes directs feel like they're being punished. You know, there's that, that edge yeah. in your voice, the, the frustration you're feeling, that, that tone in your voice, and there's no smile on your face. I mean, you do all this stuff, and folks, surprise, you're going to get defensive behavior. They're going to push back, and you're going to need this cast. Yes. So, as we'll, as we'll say later, as we'll say later, sorry, smile managers everywhere. Be brief, be friendly, stand beside your direct rather than squaring your shoulders to their shoulders. Don't add seven items to step three of the cast. Just make it one. 
talk out of the side of your mouth as a way of diffusing the inherent signliness of the moment. Great. Okay. So let's talk about our second reason our directs disagree, which is you didn't talk about behaviors. Kiss of death. Totally. You will get hammered so fast and repeatedly, you'll think you're a roofing nail in Florida in June. I think we could safely call this one get out of my head rule. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Here's what happens. A manager, oh, and we'll we'll go back to your earlier question about, you know, it, couldn't there not be a sign on some of us? We'll, we'll assume we're talking about a dear, sweet, loving manager yeah. sees something from one of her directs that isn't terribly helpful. And instead of digging for what they saw, rather than how they interpreted what they saw, They talk about the intent of the direct when they're giving the feedback. They talk about the attitude of the direct. Yeah, this ought to be a required internship. Managers have to periodically say to their directs, you've got a bad attitude. (laughs) Yeah, just just Just, periodically they get punched in the face, in other words. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Look, let's have a little fun. Let's see if anyone on their commute who's listening to us right now is near some other manager tools listener at this very moment. I'm going to ask a question in just a second, and if you know the answer, listeners, roll down, get your car window rolled down if you can, um, or if you're on a train or bus, say out loud your answer so some other people can hear it. And the question is this. Now, when you hear the question, you respond, okay? What does everyone always say when you tell them you have a bad attitude? No, I no, don't. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, the question. I wonder if anybody found any kindred spirits out there. They looked across the lanes of traffic or in the bus somewhere, and three minutes ago, somebody just said, no, I don't. Well, you now, now you know why they said, no, I don't. Yeah, if anybody wants to kill Mark for making him look like a fool in front of complete stranger, just send me a couple <laughs> bucks. I'll take care of it. <laughs> now you got to have a sense of humor. Um, look, if you talk about the state of mind of your directs, People don't like it. If you talk about feelings or inferences or emotions or attitudes or impacts or how you feel in step two, you're completely missing the point of the feedback model. You're misusing the model and you're just making things worse and not better. We wish you'd just leave it alone. If you don't know what we're talking about, I'm just going to say this one more time. If you don't know what we're talking about when it comes to behaviors or step two or impact or here's what happens. You're going to get very little out of the rest of this cast. Please go listen to the feedback cast first. Yes. If you never even come back to this podcast, please go listen to the feedback podcast. There There are very few things we've talked about that are more important than feedback. The only only one that might be more important would be one-on-ones. After that, you need to listen to the feedback podcast. Yep. Look, we see it all the time. We actually even, remember, Mike, we even have a role play where we enact this in our coaching and training for clients. Yep. And, and it helps them see, I guess pun intended, how little they actually really do see, but how much what they do is judging and putting value judgments onto the data their senses bring them. God, I wish, I, I wish we had this on video. That would be a great uh, little edition on the podcast. Th- th- this is this is it's obviously a cast, a video cast around that very thing. Yeah, to have yeah. people write some things down, to literally go through it and have them have have it hit them over the head 
with the with the realization the the oh my gosh they're right I I, I don't get it I'm I'm going too quickly and that's what's caused me to bungle up the uh, the feedback model of course yeah, that'd be awesome right okay for here and now though we're not going to revisit the definition of behavior for anybody we're simply saying this if you are getting pushback on feedback if your directs are getting defensive it may have nothing to do with attitude and everything to do with you bollocksing up the delivery of your message. You really may have some good input for them, but what you think or what you say means nothing. All that matters is what they think they heard. If you're messing up the model, it wouldn't surprise us that you're helping cause the defensiveness. And our answer on that, uh, on what to do is different here. And that's a, if that's in fact the cause of it, it's different than what we're going to recommend later in the uh, um, shot across the bow. It's simple. Make sure you double check, folks, that you're using the model correctly and as well delivering with love in your heart. If you want, just send us a detailed email describing the situation, what you saw or heard, what you said, word for word, not a characterization, right. and we'll help you figure this thing out. Send it to show at manager-tools.com. But now, though, let's look at to our second introductory concept, which is to review the purpose of feedback. Yeah, I, and, and the more I talk about this with clients, the more traction I feel, and I think the more value we, we give to people in terms of helping them move forward and be more effective tomorrow, next week, next month. The reason we're doing this is because I believe getting disconnected from the purpose of feedback is a big driver of things not going well when you're using the model. If you're delivering with any anger or you're being overly direct or you're being short with folks and you're engendering that defensiveness, You've likely, the, the driver of that, the off, the off courseness, if you will, of what you're doing, is likely because you've just forgotten the purpose of giving your directs feedback. And as we're going to see in a minute with our shot across the bow recommendation, if you really get the purpose, you can easily justify what we recommend. And even though when we tell you what we're recommending, people go, well, no, that, 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 that seems surprising. But once, if you get the purpose of feedback and you think about that, when you hear a recommendation, you'll say, oh, I get it. In fact, you almost have to go there. It's just obvious. Right. And the purpose of feedback is to encourage effective behavior. We spend a lot of time helping everyone understand behavior, and we're pretty sure that everyone gets what effective means. Effective, you know, essentially, it means contributing to the right outcomes. Right. But not a lot of focus on that first word, encourage. The core of our use of encourage is that encouragement, that that verb, is all about the future. It's about helping somebody do better in the future. If feedback is about encouragement, that's the purpose, encourage effective behavior, it cannot be about punishment. It literally cannot be because yep. punishment is the past, encouragement is the future. Yeah, it can't Mo- be. can't be. Go ahead. No, it can't be. It just yeah, exactly. They're 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 diametrically opposed. You can't punish. I mean, you can't you punish twist the future. It. You could twist it and say, "I want to punish this guy, and I'm going to say my punishment in this four step model." But folks, that's not the feedback model. That's just punishment with a slick coat of paint on it. So it's not. It can't be. Most managers who use the model poorly 
are focused too much on the old behavior and making sure the lesson is learned. I'm going to teach him a lesson. He needs to learn that lesson. Folks, smart and effective managers don't care whether the lesson is learned or not. And I say lesson learned with quotes around it. Because when we put the quotes of death around it, it implies that they're going to have a significant negative emotional event. We don't care about that. We literally do not care about that. The only thing we care about is encouraging effective behavior, or in other words, behavior in the future that contributes to more of the results we want. Yeah. I, you know, I think we, we talk about this a lot, and we're really hammering it hard here. But this to me, I, I think this is one of those Zen moments that folks hear it a hundred times, and then some, then one day, out of the blue, they're in their shower singing a song. They're hearing our voices in their head, and all of a sudden, they get it. And the moment they get it, the world changes. Yep. The, the world changes around how do they influence the behavior of their individuals, of their subordinates. But uh, I, I'm afraid that not enough people will get that today. Yeah, right. And, and look, and we understand why you don't get it, folks. We really do. I mean, we do. You've been trained to do what you're doing. And, and Mike and I were trained to do what you were doing as well. We, we, we were. And so we punished. And then we got smarter about what we wanted. And we changed. And we got better results. And it's that drug of better results that keeps you wanting to do better with the feedback model. Yeah. Now, what's, what's important here, though, is this, this beautiful little thought. It doesn't matter how much someone wants to get defensive, which is to say defend their old behavior. Defend all you want. Just do it differently next time. There you go. Defend all you want. Just do it differently next time. That means the effective manager lets slide all that defensiveness. We recommend you let slide all the defensiveness and you take a posture about the future rather than arguing about the past. Bingo. And now would be a good time to share what to do, the, the, the shot across the bow specifically. My total, utter favorite part of this cast. The shot across the bow concept of handling defensive responses um, is based on a naval concept of shooting across the bow of an opposing vessel. Okay? When I, usually when I deliver this analogy, when we do this in a training session, we make it a Socratic moment. We try to lead folks through the logic with a lot of questions. We try to poke and prod and encourage and provide opportunity for people to see things differently. Obviously, we can't really do that here. But we can talk everybody through it, maybe not as with as much uh, energy um, as we do in front of a group of 20 or 40 or so on. Uh, it, okay, so let, let's walk through it. it we're going to start with the note that when a Navy or a Coast Guard ship wants to warn, warn someone, they fire a shot across their bow. Critical point here, folks. When they want to warn someone, they do not fire a warning shot. They fire across the other vessel's bow. Totally well said, dude. The distinction is totally subtle, but it's critical. A warning shot is one you fire up into the air. All a warning shot does is say, hey, I have a gun. <laughs> I mean, certainly there's some value in that. But if we're talking about a potential enemy Navy ship, it's not a stretch to assume that they have guns too. And so firing a warning shot, hey, I have a gun, really doesn't mean anything special. It certainly wouldn't increase the chances of changed behavior. No, 
when Navy ships come into dicey situations, they fire a shot across the bow of the vessel with whom they're in conflict. It is enormously different. The shot across the bow is enormously different than a warning shot, and here's why. This is the crux of it. In order to shoot across the enemy's bow, the enemy ship must be in range. And now, the enemy ship knows it. Furthermore, if the law of the seas is that you warn someone with a shot across their bow, the fact that you can do so, put a shot where you intend it, across their bow, it means you control your weaponry well enough that you could have, had you so desired, fired a shot directly amidships. Or, in other words, if you had wanted to, you could fire a shot into their bow. You could have done damage. Basically, you're saying, hey, if I want to, I can sink you. Yeah, and a warning shot doesn't do that. <laughs> no, it does not. It just says, I have a gun. I also like the fact that in this analogy that a warning shot is also about the future. I'm sorry, i got to say that again. I also like the fact in this analogy that a shot across the bow is also about the future, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, uh, the next one, folks... <laughs> It could be right where you live. It's not about this shot. It's about the next shot. Yeah. And, and so we share this analogy to make this critical point. When your direct gets defensive, you needn't do anything at all about it. Because you have already fired a shot across their bow, and they know it. Exactly. If the purpose of feedback is encouragement about the future, effective behavior in, behavior in the future... And in this case, we're talking negative feedback, and they've become defensive. Whatever energy you spend arguing with them is on a topic that is not about the future. It's about the old behavior. And they already know the most important thing they're ever going to know about this exchange, which is this. You know what they did. You think it could be done differently next time. And you're willing to give them the same negative feedback again when they do it again. Because you are thinking about the future and you've already shared that you would like this to change, but it's their change that has to happen, for all intents and purposes, you have already achieved what you set out to achieve in terms of encouraging the effective behavior in the future. And folks, you're going to love this next little bit. If you're afraid of giving feedback or not giving enough feedback because you're afraid of the defensiveness and having to fight through that, Oh, good. What Mark, yes. said, what Mark said, in other words, is we recommend you do little to nothing when a direct argues or gets defensive. Your feedback to them is already the shot across the bow, which says, hey, I noticed, and I like something different here. But since this answer may seem a little less behavioral than most of ours, let's walk through the specific words and actions here. Yeah, but before we go any further, let's be clear. We're basically saying you don't need to engage on the defensiveness. You don't need to worry that they're defensive. You need to worry about their future behavior, and all that defensiveness is about the old behavior. And you're not going to be a magical person in terms of communication skills to turn their defensiveness about the old behavior into encouragement about new behavior. It doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. A, we've, I think we had four, didn't we? Yes, we do. Specific words and actions. A is don't argue. Look, come on. What is that I used to say? I've said it a few times. I said, uh, um, um, she who stoops to conquer. Well, in order, if you're the king, you must stoop to conquer because everybody's beneath you. 
okay? Um, don't argue. Don't get drawn into a discussion about who said what or what they meant or what you saw or what they actually did or who reported this to you or how they have different priorities or how you don't have their technical skills so you couldn't possibly understand this or how they were trying something new. Do not. Do not discuss with them what happened. Let me, let me say that again. Do not discuss what happened. Don't even say that you've already decided what happened. Because there is no discussion about what they did that is about the future. There is nothing you can say about what they did that goes to the issue of feedback. You are not going to convince a defensive person that he or she is wrong and that your point of view is right. And even if you could, it's a waste because your purpose in giving them the feedback has already been achieved with a shot across the bow. They know you want different behavior in the future and they're going to have to decide at some point whether they do it or not. And that's still, as always, up to them. Yeah. Okay. I think we got that. Don't argue in any way. Separate from the fact that arguing with a direct is always stupid, this time it doesn't even serve your purpose anyway. Right. So what about smiling? Yeah, smile. Look, it's a pretty easy one. When they get defensive, your smile will keep the situation from escalating. Smile because you're already over what happened. If you want to smile and part of you, 5% of you is thinking inside, this guy really doesn't get it and I'm amused. Okay. Um, that's great. Um, all smart people are already over what happened because there is nothing that can ever be done about what happened. Yesterday is yesterday for a reason. You effective manager are thinking about the future and effective managers want to believe and actually do believe that their directs will get it right next time. What's not to smile about the fact that you can see your direct doing something right the next time? Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah, and it's a good test. If you're in a state of mind that you can't smile, then don't give the feedback. Just, just yeah. don't. It won't work. Nice tie-in. You're absolutely right. If you can't get there, you're in the wrong place to start with. Yeah, yep. wait, do it later. Okay, what about C? Diffuse the disagreement. You know, as I think about it, we probably could have titled this one better or something like Tell them they are right. <laughs> That'll mm. get people's attention. What? What? He's not right. He's 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 smoking crack. He's I saw him do X. He's telling me he do he did double prime C as if it was he had an out of body experience. Why would I tell him they're right? I'll tell you why. It's really hard to fight with somebody who agrees with you all the time, isn't it? Right. So when your direct gets defensive, he or she is going to want to fight with you. But if you agree with them, there's nothing for them to fight with you about. If someone seems intent on proving what they think is what really happened, say this. Okay, you're right. I missed this one. Thanks. In other words, let it go completely and say so to them. You know... Based on what you said, let's just forget this ever happened. Just didn't happen. Not a problem. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, because of the shot across the bow analogy, it doesn't matter whether it happened or not. They know you want different behavior in the future, and they'll remember that no matter how smart they feel, that they've convinced you that the original incident didn't happen, you still 
want different behavior in the future. There you go. I'm serious here. I mean, you can say, you're right. I was wrong. It didn't happen as I thought it did. Hey, no worries. Remember right. that any one feedback moment is just one potato chip. I'm not concerned. Let's just let's just move along. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when you tell them they're right, the only thing cooler than telling somebody who you're disagreeing with that they're right is to say, you're right, I'm wrong. I mean, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the nail in the coffin, right? Right. And, and it still works. And it still works. Boss. Yeah, and they still got the feedback. Exactly. That's it. They got the feedback. They know what they did didn't work. And they know you want something different next time. And an hour from now, when they get over being defensive or crowing about the fact that they beat the boss down, they'll realize the next time they ain't going to do that thing again. Yes, yes, yes. This yes. is really kind of judo management. When they push you, fall down. And after a while, they'll stop pushing you. Yeah. And at this point, step away, which is our, our fourth point, right. becomes almost moot, right? Yeah, you, we could probably make it moot, but it's just a reminder. I want to include the reminder because people tend to get deep into these things and they forget that once we're done, we should be gone because we have other things to do. Once you've given the feedback and they've pushed back and you've made clear that their issue is old news, at least in your own mind, physically move away. That's all. Don't hang around and let them pick at you. Don't try to have a discussion. What they want to do is talk to you. They want to prove to you that they're right so they can assuage their feelings of guilt. You don't care whether they're right or not at all because what you care about is their behavior next time this happens, which you can't talk about because it hasn't happened yet. So don't let them pick at you. Literally, let them talk to your back. Walk away and wave at them as if you were... I often do this with folks is I talk to them about something for a minute and then I've got to go and I walk away and like, no, I want to talk about some more. And as I'm walking away, I wave. The back of my hand is to them. It's actually like I'm waving to somebody who's in front of me, but I'm basically saying we're, we're done here. I, I'm not being rude. Honestly, I'm not because people do this all the time. They just don't quite do it the way I do. Um, it's not worth it to engage with folks if they've got negative energy on the issue, the, the incident, the moment that caused you to give them the feedback. You're the boss, and all you're going to do if you argue with them or discuss with them or hang around waiting for them to continue arguing with you is to waste time and to get dirty. Oh, well, that's it then, right? A yeah. simple, simple approach to avoid a lot of defensiveness. I love it. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so quick high-level overview. The two primary reasons folks disagree. We've we got two introductory concepts. The first one is the reasons folks disagree, and that's either defensiveness or that you, whether you follow the model or not, you didn't end up talking about behavior. You probably talked about your inferences of behavior. You didn't say they rolled their eyes and crossed their arms. You said they were a jerk. One of those is right and one of those is wrong, obviously. Um, and the second one is let's review the purpose of feedback. You've got, you've got to get in your head what feedback exists to do. And then that means, obviously, that gets you right to our recommendation, which is see this as a shot across the bow. Once you make the shot across the bow with the first bit of feedback, you don't need to have a discussion about what they were doing before. They know you're going to give them more feedback the next time it happens because they're in range. For specific things you can do is don't argue. Just don't. Smile. Tell them they're right and you're wrong. doesn't matter. That what happened before doesn't matter. What's important is what's going to happen next time. And then lastly, physically step away. If, you, if you've gotten involved in a discussion, or if you haven't, physically stepping away will end it in some, some way, shape, or form. 
That's it. Cool. All right. As always, this is great, Mark. Thank you. My pleasure, Michael. Take care. All right. We'll see you. That's it, everyone. I hope you found that enjoyable and you get something out of this. Look, at people are going to disagree with your feedback more than once over the next couple months. And God knows how many times over the next couple of years. So stop arguing with them. It's no big deal. Just think about the shot across the bow. So until next week, you'll have a great one. And we'll see you on the discussion forums. www.manager-tools.com slash forums. See you there. So long, everyone. Thank you.